and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes. Do you consider yourself a planner? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the answer to I, that. Yeah, I um, almost introduced myself like that. Hi, Catherine Lake Klein. I'm a planner. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel that there's uh, room for paranoia in planning? Yes. Uh, and I consider it a positive thing. It's a positive paranoia. Because positive paranoia. That sounds so much nicer. It is because um, it is I, a case of where I don't like surprises. So I um, function better if I have a plan in some regard and if that plan doesn't work that's fine if it totally explodes that's fine because I always have always have a plan b and a c and possibly a d (laughs) (laughs) so so talk about that phrase positive paranoia what what do you mean when you say that it means um again like I don't like surprises I am a little bit paranoid that things may not work out as planned so for example you know a big thing that we could talk about right now that's a hot topic is you know like PPP loans and always having money when you're a business owner you always want to make sure that you have the money to pay the people and things like that so let's for example apply for that PPP loan but what if we don't get it Um, there are people who could exist saying we applied for it and so positive we're gonna get it and it's gonna be awesome I'm always that person well what if we don't and then let's so let's start researching this and what if that doesn't happen either? Let's look into that. Um, so I like to um, kind of play out a bunch of different scenarios in my head, if you will, to make sure that things don't fail. Yeah, so that's interesting. So because, po- you know, paranoia is probably not a positive word. I mean, it's really like, you know, <laughs> you think people are out to get you or something. Um, but the positive side of it is like using it positively yes um another example would be like if we get a contract from and you do this too we get a contract from a client i'm going to read this but i also want someone else to read it because i want to make sure that i did not miss something and it's um i I like to refer to it as i like a belt with suspenders at the you know just to be sure that everything is covered yeah so the positivity isn't really making isn't really that paranoia itself is positive it's that you're using paranoia to your advantage yes to yes. help you check yourself mm-hmm. or to say like you know i'm going to be positive i'm sure this will work out <laughs> as it should yes. but i'm also going to have a backup plan and maybe uh even looser third backup plan if we have to get there exactly so using it to your using a little paranoia to your to be to your advantage yeah and you can kind of use it as uh, you know um well, you can use it as an absolute advantage, but you have to make sure is that you don't get stuck in it too. Um, I always keep it as a very positive thing, which is why I'm referring to it as a positive paranoia. I don't treat it as an, and it's not a negative paranoia. I don't mm. think that everything is... It's not is, people are out to get me. No, it's, I do not. What if that doesn't turn out the way I think it will? I never see it as a negative. It's it's always a, uh, a sense of trying to be smart and... Um, careful and 
just making sure that because you know essentially a lot of people rely on us so i want to make sure that everything has been thought out thoroughly because i definitely see that as my job um some people um think of it as like a, a spider sense or mm-hmm. they get a bad feeling or a gut instinct about something and gut, in- gut instincts can be good and bad it's like i got a really good feeling about this my gut tells me that we need to do this um but I'm definitely not a risk taker. And I think that people are always under the assumption that if you start a business, you're a risk taker. I have never met a successful business owner that was a big risk taker. They are more of this positive paranoia sort of personality where everything has been thought out um, and different scenarios are been thought out because I think that's really the only way that it can be successful. Um, there's a lot of risk involved in having a business you like how am I going to fund this how am I going to pay people how many but if you think it all through um and you're a little bit paranoid about certain things <laughs> you know it, it works out you know because you've thought it thoroughly through yeah so talk a little bit more about you said like it could look maybe like just gut instinct mm-hmm. or a feeling about something how do you how do you suss that out and know this is a this is a a little flag telling me I should apply some positive paranoia and dig into this more versus like I am being truly just paranoid. <laughs> you know? um, it's very handy to have like a, a uh, business partner, for example, Kristen Harris to uh, bounce some things <laughs> Not off. Not only Kristen Harris, you can have other You can have your partners. own Kristen Harris, <laughs> your own mentor, your own friend. Well, no, let's not, let's remove friends. Friends always want you to be happy. So we don't want yeah. that. Um, so a, a mentor, a business associate, associate yeah. you know, find somebody who is a like mind of yours and just say, here is what I'm dealing with. Am I being too paranoid about this? Um, most cases, people will say, no, I think you're being completely reasonable mm-hmm. <laughs> and you ha- are thinking this through. So, yeah, to find somebody that can kind of help you talk through some of this, if you feel like you're starting to go into a little more of a, a paranoid sort of spot. Um, but I think we've all run into people, too, where you're like, oh, my God, there's, just let it go. You are being so paranoid. Um, Everyone is not out to get you. <laughs> everybody's not out to get me. You have to have a level of trust with people. Um, just let, you know, let that happen. So, yeah, I, I talk about a lot of things. I research a lot of things to make sure I'm not crazy. Some things that, um, you know, that I'm not 100% sure about. Those are the things that I research the most and think about the most. Um, until I get to a place where I'm, I'm comfortable with it. And it's, um, I, I think it in the long run, it, it has helped me and it's helped the business. It seems like having that mentor or someone to talk to also would help you get to the bottom of like, um, you know, is, is there something there? And if so, mm-hmm. what is it? Because you might say, well, I have this, I have this weird feeling about, but I'm right. not really sure why. Right. But they may say, oh my gosh, I've seen that happen before. Mm-hmm. And here's how it went sideways. You know, here's a couple of things you could do to mitigate that. Yep. Like you just had the weird feeling, but you didn't really have enough maybe experience or right. perspective to see the full picture. Right. And sometimes that paranoia just is because of um, you, you lack knowledge in something. And that's where peer groups mm-hmm. are so valuable. Um, because you get a different perspective on things. You get people who have experienced things already. There was, uh, you know, a few things that, you know, kind of, you know, upset me or did not feel really comfortable. And you talk through some things with people and you feel a lot better. Because, I mean, you know, we can go back to this whole PPP loan thing, for example, just because I brought it up before. And you're like, you know what, I have never done anything like this before. So my questions were, well, what if we have to pay this back? You know, what if it's not 
turned into a grant? What if, you know, um, who has, who has, this has never been done before, you know, who has had experience with loans like this? Um, and it was really just kind of talking through a lot of those things before I got to a place where I'm like, okay, if we get the loan or not, here's how it's going to work. If, you know, we, it's not forgiven, here's how it's going to work. So that, those are sort of things that help you sleep at night, I think, mm -hmm. because you've thought things through and you have an escape route planned in some regard. Um, so and I think that's a good thing. I mean, I'm hoping yeah. it's a good thing. I'm talking about it as it's a good thing. It's positive. It's positive. I, it's paranoia. positive paranoia. <laughs> we think it's positive. We think it's a good thing. So it's interesting when you were talking about that, I was thinking that um, fear plays into mm -hmm. this a lot because I think, um, you know, like everybody's out to get me. Like real paranoia seems so fear-based. You yes. think everyone yep. is after yes. you or, you know, trying to bring you down. But positive paranoia seems to me like it would help reduce fear yes because you've talked to other people you've researched it you've looked into it and even if it is like okay this is actually scary now that I've looked into mm -hmm. it I'm not crazy and this really is kind of a you know something bad could happen the fear would still I would think the fear would still be reduced because you feel more confident you know what's happening and you can put plans in place mm -hmm. as opposed to like pure paranoid fear of just like I don't know. I just think everyone's like getting me after me or whatever. Right. And I mean, I, it could be, be kind of described best between, you know, what if we don't get the money versus what if we don't get the money? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, because if you say, okay, what if we don't get the money? You're mostly asking like, how could this go wrong? Right. Well, this could happen. This could happen. Yes. This could happen. I've written down five things of how this could go wrong. Then you could take each of those and say, well, if this happened, then we could do this or this. Mm -hmm. And then if this one happened, then we could do this or this. Like, you've actually figured out how it could go wrong and then at least some options of how you would address it as right. opposed to just like, oh, my God, what if it Becoming goes wrong? paralyzing the fear yeah. versus having a fear and trying to figure out how to mitigate that it's fear. It's very empowering, actually. Yeah, it is. You know, you're, you're maintaining control of it. Um, that's what keeps it positive. Yeah. And like taking control of the fear mm -hmm. yeah. and about channeling a lot of that worry in the right direction. Um, so, you know, a, a lot of it, you know, involves things coming at you from the outside. I mean, if, you know, you're, if you own a business or if you are even if a solo tell us anything, <laughs> there's lots of things coming at you from the outside. You can't control. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> um, so that is a constant with being in a management position with, you know, an, being an owner, because just from a mere manager position, for example, let's say you've, re you've really relied on an employee and suddenly that person gives you two weeks, you know, didn't see it coming maybe, mm -hmm. you know, but how do, how do you then say, okay, here's what we need to do to make this work. You know, I'm going to have to get some download from this person. I'm going to have them hope maybe train the next person, but sometimes they just walk out, you know, mm -hmm. maybe there, there's, you know, how do you, how do you take care of that without it going into this completely fear-based fetal position versus a, all right, great, let's take action now and turn this fear into something that is going to get me to the, that next step. Yeah, and I'm thinking you could even back up that scenario another step and really apply like positive paranoia if because I know people like this, not within our company. <laughs> I know people like this who are like all the time, like, oh my God, what if my people quit? Right, right. I don't, you know, I think everybody hates me, like whatever it is they think. That would be bad paranoia. That would be bad paranoia. <laughs> but they could take control of that and reduce some of their fear if they actually said, well, if 
if this person quits who, you know, I have this valued person on my team, I you know, panic they're going to quit or any person or whatever. It's like, here's what our next steps will be. Right. You know, when I get the notice, I already have job descriptions mm-hmm. written. I will ask them Procedures for, have been written down. Yeah, I'll ask them for feedback so we can hire better the next time. I'll do this. And then maybe even I'll go one step earlier and say, I'm going to have a conversation with that person and see if I can figure out where their head's at. Like, right, right. You know, you could really take control of that even before the person gives their two-week mm-hmm, notice. And, mm-hmm. and maybe you'll prevent them from leaving and maybe you won't, but at least you're in a better position yeah. and and then maybe you're not awake at night worrying about them yeah there's a difference between if this person leaves me and it's gonna suck versus this person leaves me and it, oh my god i don't know what i'm gonna do next you know? yes like uh, yeah that'll suck but i already know okay next step pull yep. out that description i know what hire. their job is and yeah. you know i can hand mm-hmm. this over to somebody else and it's not going to be the end all of everything you know yes yeah um, so yeah, y- I could see how that would really help you sleep at night yes. because you're not like <laughs> ruminating over, oh my gosh, what if they quit? What if they quit? You're, right. You've already said, well, I would really hate that. Mm-hmm. But if they do, then I already know what my next three steps are. Yeah. It could be like, I have a positive paranoia about this person because they're awesome and somebody could snatch them up. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore I'm going to get procedures in place and I'm going to get, you know, um, passwords in place and I'm going to understand really understand what they do and things like that that's totally different and that person might look and be like oh yeah are you gonna fire me is this why you want all this stuff no because I have a positive paranoia and I want to make sure that if something happens to you this company is not going to suffer for that yeah I mean we often talk about it in the what if I get hit by a bus you know it's not it's not necessarily they're leaving but (laughs) what if they're you know something what if they do get COVID and they can't come in the next day right if I'm suddenly in the hospital for a month I hope you all have everything you need so you keep the business running it can't all be like tied to me and my password yeah the the company (laughs) cannot fail based on one person so it's it's that sort of paranoia we're talking about Mm -hmm. and if it's not positive I mean that just is stress and stress in the workplace can be very expensive and it can be very detrimental to your um, company, too. If you're in a leadership role and they are constantly seeing you being stressed out, that is not good because that mm-hmm. stress definitely trickles down. And then you look like a crappy leader. And, you know, you, you, f- you should feel like you, you have plans in place based on any scenario that could be thrown at you. I mean, I, I take great pride in the fact that when, you know, we were told to go into lockdown, we were basically like, okay grab your laptop, you're working from home now. And that was that simple of a transition, basically. Um, And I I feel that, you know, that showed great leadership. And, you know, that's, you know, tooting our horn a little bit, but, you know, honk, honk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We didn't step a beat, skip a beat when it it came to, you know, working from home. And I don't think it was stressful for anybody. Um, I, I, I think it was you know, an easy transition. I'm hoping it was an easy transition for everybody. Um, but th- that was only because things were in place to mm-hmm. to basically just jump right into that. Yeah, and so sometimes people talk about, like, good stress and bad stress. So mm-hmm. you're saying, like, real paranoia is bad stress and maybe positive, I don't want to put words in your mouth, positive paranoia might be good stress because mm-hmm. you're thinking about things that could go wrong, but then you're actually taking action to prepare or offset or whatever so that doesn't move over into bad stress which is just like worry right right and you know I love my metaphors so the the metaphor that I have for this is like a guitar string if it's too tight with stress it's gonna break and if it's too loose it won't play at all so you have to have that perfect amount of stress Mm -hmm. um on a string in a in a in a business 
where it functions, you know, so yeah. So the the too loose is just like not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Worry about that when that happens. If that (laughs) happens, you know, well, if this happens, oh, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like not doing enough. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But in order for, you know, that to to work and keep and actually kind of keep things a little exciting is to just have that perfect amount of stress, a perfect amount of immediacy. And um, then I think everything just kind of runs properly. Yeah. Yeah. So is there... um, I mean, you've shared some really good tips on how people can address, keep it from being just paranoia and make turn, you know, concern or negative paranoia into actual positive paranoia, you know, taking, taking action and thinking through like the Mm -hmm. next things that could happen and what you would do if they did and so on. Um, Is there anything else you'd recommend just to help people kind of stay in the positive paranoia zone? Um. Well, one of my favorite Mark Cuban quotes is, you know, work like work like somebody is 24 hours trying to take your job away from you, you know, and that kind of gave me a little sense of immediacy to some things. It's like, okay, well, if someone is trying to, you know, take my business, take my my job, take, you know, whatever, what would I be doing to kind of prevent that? Um so and it just is, to be clear, you're not advocating they have to work 24 hours. No, but they're just sort of always thinking. Always thinking that somebody is going to be. Someone else wants to swoop in and. Right. And that is just reality. Up, and that is business and jobs and I mean, everything. Is people like know that, that competitors yeah. are trying to swoop in. You mm-hmm. know, there could be somebody vying for your job at all times. And, you know, when you're um, if your culture is good, you don't have to like live with that sort of panic. But that that is a good driver, I think, for people to think about, you know, how do I keep um, keep working forward, keeping the best, keeping, you know, keep tweaking and fine tuning and things like that. It's not necessarily based on a fearful paranoia. It's based on a positive one that I have to keep this thing going and not rest on my laurels and not, like I said, just wait for, you know, whatever to happen. Ah! it happens it happens no no I think about those things all the time and I I would advise you know anybody who wants to have a good solid strong business to think like that too yes so I will sum up by it's (laughs) good to be positively paranoid yes and have a plan a b c maybe d (laughs) to keep yourself out of also out of both extremes like the negative paranoia which is just worry and stress but then also out of like complacency and and inaction absolutely like it's kind of that that little spot in the middle find that perfect balance thank you so much for joining us at illumination bureau and we hope you have gained something by listening today illumination bureau was brought to you by portfolio creative you can find out more about portfolio creative at portfoliocreative.com if you have a topic that you want to hear about don't hesitate to email us at questions at portfoliocreative.com If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.